Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. So, I've got a question for you. Have you ever wondered what it took for uh, the people in biblical times to be successful or to build worth? Now, for this particular episode, I would like to take you guys to Babylon. Yes, you headed right to the ancient city of Babylon. Now, this is based on the, um, uh, the book... The Richest Man in Babylon by uh, George Clayson, um, in which uh, he talks about uh, a lot of uh, different things um, regarding uh, uh, Babylon and the um, uh, creativity and the building of worth and, and what it took. And uh, a number of the principles which were relevant then, as shared in this book, are still relevant to uh, today. So I uh, just wanted us to go on this journey and try to decipher what it is that made people uh, successful in that uh, period of time and how that is relevant today. So the background is, uh, is basically, um, we'll get to read um, some of the actual text from the book uh, as we go along um, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, work out how that is relevant to, to, uh, to us today. So at the end of this, uh, when you look at this, you can, you can comment and we can share ideas, uh, on, uh, what do you think are the, the, the key points and they, and how they apply, particularly to yourself or your situation or anything else that, uh, uh, you, you, you may see around. So, um, the background is basically, uh, Babylon, um, had very two key, um, uh, advantages in that uh, it had uh, fertile land and it had water. And those were the, the only two resources really that it had. But because of the uh, ingenuity and the uh, cleverness of the people, they were able to channel this water onto the land so they could uh, grow crops uh, and also uh, uh, you know end from that. So there was a lot of uh, opportunities from which people could be creative and earn gold because gold was the, was the currency at the time. So uh, according to the story... Um, when the king, this was King Sargon, uh, returned to Babylon after defeating his enemies, the uh, Elamites, uh, he was confronted with a, a serious situation, um, and uh, the um, he summoned the royal uh, chancellor, uh, who explained it to the king that um, the people did not have enough gold to buy food. And uh, the king was puzzled because uh, Babylon was uh, um, uh, a, a rich uh, place, so everyone should have had plenty. Um, and uh, the chancellor explained to him that uh, there were the, most of the people didn't have enough because uh, the wealth had gone to only a few people. So uh, he asked, why should um, so few men be able to acquire all the gold? Um, and uh, the chancellor replied, it's because they know how. So as he went along to, to find out how only a few people managed to get worth, um, he summoned this uh, um, Arkad, because Arkad was the richest man in Babylon. 
So uh, when he was summoned and uh, he came uh, uh, in front of the king and the king asked him, how have you been able to amass all this fortune um, uh, whereby uh, a lot of the people don't have uh, plenty? So, well, he said, basically, I've just been able to take um, advantage of the opportunities and these opportunities are available to every single citizen in the country uh, here in Babylon. So... Um, obviously being it was almost like a capitalist market so uh, anyone who had the knowledge and knew how would benefit and be able to amass worth so the king asked him is it possible to teach these cures or these lessons that uh, uh, you know so you can share your knowledge to other people so because he wanted to spread the wealth so that a lot more people in Babylon could be worthy. So uh, Arkad said, of course, you know, I can, I can teach people, those who are willing to learn. So um, uh, the king then summoned him. So he asked the chancellor to organize uh, uh, a few hundred people uh, to gather in what they call the temple of learning. Uh, so um, and uh, the way Arkad put it, uh, he explained that uh, there were typically seven cures and he called these uh, seven cures to a lean purse so a lean purse is basically you know being poor so you you, you haven't got much in your basket or on, or on your purse so the seven cures to a lean purse so i wanted to to go through these one by one and and uh, try to um look into their application to to today uh as as we go through them so Yes, he he set these uh, uh, men in the in the uh, the temple of learning, and uh, it was seven days. And on each day, he began to explain one by one each of the seven cures for a lean purse. So, on the first day, and this was the first cure. Basically, the first cure is start thy purse to fattening. So basically, start your start fattening up your purse. So, in this, uh, the the way he um, went on about this is um, he described how each one of us have got a trade, a craft. So this is uh, uh, you know what we. We, we are trained to do so maybe we went to school we started you know it could be medicine or education or any other craft like being an electrician or a plumber so everyone has got a craft and from this craft uh we earn so uh, we have money flowing in every month so it all starts from there so um here it says there are many trades of earning gold each bringing in a flow of gold large or small according to ability you know, start by utilizing that source. So, for he, he gave an example of um, you had a, uh, a a merchant who was bringing in eggs to the market to sell. So he said, if you took ten eggs and put them in a basket, but only take nine out, and you did that repeatedly, what will happen to the basket? And the the student said, eventually it will it will fill up. And that was the first lesson. So he said, for every 10 coins thou places within the purse, take out for use but nine. They, their purse shall begin to fatten and its increasing worth shall feel good in the hand and bring satisfaction to their soul. So that is the first lesson. In modern uh, day, we apply it this way. For 
whatever you're earning, take 10% and save it and live within your 90%. So this uh, um, sounds very simple. And in truth, you know, truth is always very simple. So he then explained that in a, in a particular strange way, what happened was when he started saving the 10% and living within the 90%, he found that um, he wasn't short at all. So he was still able to live within the 90% for some strange reason. When I ceased to pay out more than nine-tenths of my earnings, I managed to get along just as well. I was not shorter than before, and also the coins came to me more easily than before. So I think this 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 is is true in this modern age. You find that you still manage to live within a ninety percent. If you start saving ninety ten percent of your earnings, put it aside you will find by some strange magic that you're still able to get by with your 90%. So to summarize the first cure, according to Argan, for each 10 coins I put in to spend, but nine. Debate this amongst yourselves. If any man proves it untrue, tell me upon tomorrow when we shall meet again. So that was the first cure to a lean purse, according to Argan. And this is what he told his students on the first day. Start thy purse to fattening by saving 10%. First cure. Now, everyone returned on the second day. So the first day he taught them how they should start from whatever it is they are earning now, save 10% and live within the um, 90% or the uh, nine-tenth of, the, of their earnings. Now, the second cure for a lean purse was control thy expenditure. So when they came in, so there's um, this guy uh, came up and, uh, and stood up and challenged him and said, how can a man keep one-tenth of all he earns? when all the coins he earns are not enough for his necessary expenses. And so did Arkad address his students on the first day. So the guy is arguing, well, how can I save 10% when the whole 100% is not enough to cover all my expenses in the first place? So it is here on this second day where our Arkad started to teach them the difference between your necessities and your desires. Because each one of us have got um, endless desires for which we would like to gratify. So if you earned a uh, hundred thousand or ten thousand, you will find enough desires to satisfy and feel whatever it is that you're earning. So um, what, what each cause necessary expenses will always grow to equal our incomes unless we protest to the contrary. So pay particular attention. He said to them, do not confuse the necessary expenses with your desires. It's almost like uh, uh, in modern age, it's what's called the, uh, the latter factor. You know, these are, you know, expenditure that is, they're not necessities, 
but they're just desires. So it could be, um, some people might be do collections of some sort, things, things that are, um, are not necessities you can live without. Uh, so, um, and he said also, uh, in the book, I say unto you, just as weeds grow on a field wherever the farmer leaves empty space for their roots, even so freely do desires grow in men whenever there's a possibility of them being gratified. So he's basically saying, um, unless you control yourself, your money will go to satisfy everything that you desire. And even after that, you will still have more desires. So budgeting is necessary. You must budget to spend the 90% of your earnings and you spend that 90% on earnings on the things that are necessary, on your necessities, not um, in the latter factor. Uh, you, can, you can cut down. And the best way of actually doing this is uh, if you um, try and track your expenditure over a week for example record everything that you're doing on a daily basis whether it's a, a coffee or um, a fish and chips or a takeaway and all of this you'll find that uh, by the end of the week you'll you, you'll be able to identify some expenditure which is not necessary and start by cutting off that expenditure take it out of your budget and that should enable you to follow through and the first cure for a lean purse, which was uh, saving 10% by controlling your expenditure, which is the second one. So budget thy expenses thus that they may have coins to pay for thy necessities, enjoyments, and gratify thy worthwhile desires without spending more than nine-tenths of thy earnings. And this, my friends, is the second cure for a lean purse, which Arkad told to his students on the second day. Okay, now they came back on the third day. So they've been uh, taught on the first day to um, uh, save 10% of their um, our earnings and uh, on the second day to control their expenditure so that they only get to spend 90% and live within the 90% of whatever it is that they are earning. So, first two cures for a lean purse. On the third day, he taught them how to make thy gold multiply. So, basically, the amount that you're saving, make it work hard for you. Make it labor, make it grow, make it multiply. So, um... How may we put our one-tenth return God to work? One of the guys asked. And uh, on this day, uh, Arkad went, went through uh, how um, for himself what he was able to do so to, to invest his capital. And he did it by lending it out. So he, he would go to a merchant who lends out money, give him the money, in exchange for interest. So uh, he also gave an example of a farmer who uh, uh, wanted to save up for his son for the future. So he gave the uh, merchant um, these gold coins and say, lend this out to me and just give me the interest. But 
in instead of actually getting the interest itself, he asked the merchant to reinvest it. So essentially, he was increasing his capital. So the interest he was earning was compounding. Yeah. So he was able to generate even more and more over time. And this was income, which he was making the capital, which is the money that he saved, work harder for him by generating him income in the form of interest. Yeah. So this is then the third cure for a lean purse. To put each coin to laboring so it may produce its kind, even as the flocks of the field, so it may bring to thee income, a stream of wealth that may flow constantly into thy purse. So spoke Akkad to his students upon the third day. Make thy gold multiply. Okay. And so they came on the fourth day to listen to this uh, man, Akkad, share to them the seven cures for a lean purse. So he had taught them on the first day to using their earnings from the trade that they were doing to save 10%. And he's taught them on the second day to live by controlling their expenditure, budgeting to spend and live only within the 90% of their earnings. And on the third day, he taught them about making their gold multiply by investing that capital into uh, ventures or streams that would earn them a steady level of income on an ongoing basis. And on the third day, on the fourth day, he taught them to guard thy treasures from loss. Misfortune loves a shining mark. Gold in a man's purse must be guarded with firmness, else it will be lost. Thus it is wise that we must first secure small amounts and learn to protect them before the gods entrust us with larger amounts. So spoke Arkad to his students on the fourth day. Now, the application for this is about making sure that the capital that we have is secure in case we lose it. So he talks about how uh, if you're making loans or you're making any kind of investments, look to get some sort of security on those investments. And uh, also, just get yourself well acquainted with what it is that you're investing in. And also use relevant people who have knowledge about those particular investments so that you don't lose your investments. So you wouldn't ask a, a musician or a tailor or, or any other person who has no um, financial knowledge. You wouldn't ask them for financial um, advice because they don't know. They don't have the training. They don't have the experience. They don't have the skills. So you go to the right people with the right knowledge, with the right skills and get them to help you invest your money so that you protect it from loss and always and always make sure there's security behind it so you don't lose your capital. This is therefore the fourth cure. Guard thy treasure from loss by investing where 
and only where the principle is safe, where it may be reclaimed if desirable, and where thou will not fail to collect a fair rental. Consult with wise men, secure the wisdom of those experienced in the profitable handling of gold, let their wisdom protect thee from unsafe investments. And so Arkad spoke to his students on the fourth day. Guard thy treasures from loss. So they came back on the fifth day for more of the same. So on the fifth day, he had now taught them four lessons. The first is to save 10% of your earnings. The second is a budget and live only within 90% of your earnings, so control your expenditure. Um, on the third, you know, make that gold multiply by investing it, could be making a loan. And on the fourth, guard thy treasures from loss by investing, um, you know, requiring uh, security for investments and also uh, investing with the right people so that they give you the right wisdom and the right advice. And on the fifth day, taught them to make thy dwelling a profitable investment. And that was the fifth cure for a lean purse. So, if a man setteth aside nine, nine parts of his earnings upon which to live and enjoy life, and if any part of these nine parts he can turn into a profitable investment without detriment to his well-being, then so much faster will his investment grow. So spoke Arkad to his students on the fifth day. So here he's uh, advising the students to own their domicile, the roof that shelters thee to gain confidence and security. So um, the advice here is uh, as, as far as it is possible, try and own your own home because that... Um, uh, psychologically is gives you a sense of success and it reduces the cost of living as it satisfies your desires so you get to um instead of paying out to someone when you're renting a home for example you're you're they are leveraging you because they use their rental money to reduce their mortgage and over time the property goes up in value so they are creating an asset and worth for themselves so if you can get to a position whereby you are able to do this yourself you get to buy your own home um and uh, you can uh, pay it off because uh, uh property has been proven time and time again that is a very good worthwhile investment because the asset value increases over time. If you look at historic trends, it's always up. So um, it is a, a, a good legacy, a good property, a good uh, uh, worth creating strategy that you can that can help you to uh, uh, earn from it in the um, uh, in the future, as well as pass it on to your to your kids and your family. So that was the fifth cure to a lean purse that occurred his students and again you can see how relevant it is today and that is what Arkad spoke to his students on the fifth day okay so on the fifth day 
the students came back to class. So he taught them on the first day to save 10%, on the second day to uh, budget and live within the 90%, on the third day to make their um, uh, treasures multiply by reinvesting it, on the fourth day to um, um, guard the treasures from loss by investing only with uh, people with knowledge and also where they could get security, and um, on the fifth day how they should invest um, uh, in their own home so they can get the psychological benefits and also the future um, asset growth which they can pass on. And on the sixth day, he taught them the cure of ensuring a future income. So, the life of every man proceedeth from his childhood to his old age. This is the path of life, and no man may deviate from it unless the gods call him prematurely to the world beyond. Therefore do I say, better behooves a man to make preparations for a suitable income in the days to come when he is no longer young, and to make preparations for his family should he be no longer with them to comfort and to support. This lesson shall instruct thee in providing a future purse for them, for when time has made thee less able to earn. And so did Arkad speak to his student on the sixth day. So again, here he's uh, teaching us to prepare for life ahead when we are no longer able to to learn or run around, the energy levels are down, we can't um, exchange our time for money anymore. So get prepared by investing in assets that will give us passive income. So property is a good example. It's something that you, you build, the asset value goes up, but eventually it will give you a stream of income which comes to you passively when you don't need to exchange your time for it. Um, and uh, that was the sixth lesson that he was teaching. It could be savings that uh, are as the capital base that you live in there, but you can live on the interest uh, um, over time, but your capital is still safe. So this was the sixth cure for a lean purse, according to Akkad. Provide in advance for the needs of thy growing age and the protection of their family. That was the sixth cure for a lean purse. And so they came on the seventh and last day to learn from the richest man in Babylon, Arkad. So on the first day, he taught them how they should keep 10% of, uh, uh, of their earnings. Uh, on the second day, he taught them how they should live within the 90% by budgeting and only uh, spending on the necessities and cut away uh, all un um, unnecessary desires which they wanted gratified, uh, the latter factor. On the third day, um, uh, he taught them how they should um, uh, make their uh, treasures multiply by uh, investing it. It could be in a loan or, or, or anything similar. Uh, on the fourth, fourth day, um, fourth day, he taught them how um, they should uh, guard their treasures from loss um, by uh, uh, requesting security and investing only with people 
who have the right knowledge. On the fifth day, it taught them how uh, they should um, uh, invest in their own home to get that psychological um, advantage and benefit so they can have an asset which they increases in value and they can pass on to their family or kids in the future. And on the sixth day, it taught them how they should insure for a, a future income. So on the seventh day, they, he taught them the final cure. And this probably one of the most important and very relevant today, increase their ability to earn. So, this day do I speak to thee, my students, of one of the most vital remedies for a lean purse. Yet, I will not, to talk, I will not talk of gold, but of yourselves. I will talk to you of those things within the minds and lives of men which do work for or against their success. So this is now about them. And this is what Arkad spoke to his students on the last day. So he's talking here about uh, updating ourselves. And this is um, um, very important um, because you 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 will you probably have a lot of examples. So if you, um, I, I remember in some films, you can probably see where uh, in buildings, there was actually people who would open the doors for people to come into the lift and they would take them up and down on each floor, they would open it. Now to go up and down in the lift is just a press of a button, which means those people who, don't know whether they were trained, you know, to, to do this work, you know, Basically, their work is now redundant. And there's uh, loads and loads of examples of uh, areas whereby um, uh, things and people's skills are becoming redundant or they need to upgrade themselves in order to, to survive and still keep uh, earning. Uh, the veracity of things now is very fast. If you look at money now, people can uh, send money electronically um, you know, quite quickly between countries you know, instantly across the globe. Um, there's, uh, there's the modern age of uh, email, of the internet, of uh, you know, social media. So everything is very fast. If you can't keep pace with what is going on, you risk being left behind. If you stand still, we get left behind. So um, update ourselves, seek greater skills, learn more craft. It could be a new language. It could be public speaking, whatever it is. Keep reinventing self keep reinventing self so that you update those skills and keep continuing and keep growing and uh, keep being relevant so you can keep earning you know and um it, it says the seven cure for a lean purse to cultivate their own powers to study and become wiser to become more skillful to so act as to respect thyself. Thereby shall thou acquire confidence in thyself to achieve thy carefully considered desires. Then these are the seven cures for a lean purse. You need that desire, the definiteness of your tangible desires and purpose. And Try and keep it simple, not complicated. Have 
a purpose or a desire that you can keep updating or a skill that you can keep updating so you're relevant because you could get bogged down by looking into a lot of different things try this try that but just keep focus keep it simple and that is how you can fatten thy purse according to um, um our card so I hope that's uh, been quite quite helpful. Uh, these are principles that go back uh, all those years to ancient biblical times in um, um, the ancient city of Babylon. Uh, but uh, as you can see, the application of uh, these principles is still relevant today. So it made Arkad the richest man in Babylon. He was able to share this with his uh, fellow countrymen, and they were also able. Uh, they were also able to, uh, by practicing these uh, principles and these cures, they were able to fatten their purses with gold, as in 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 those days. And but if we practice these in this modern age, we are also able to start creating and building wealth for ourselves in a similar way to the um, people in those ancient times. So. I hope that's been uh, quite useful, guys. Uh, as always, um, feel free to uh, to share your ideas as well. Make some comments, you know, anything that you need clarifying or you have comments of your own uh, to add to this, then we can keep the conversation going and help each other share knowledge, learn, and we can all grow and keep updating our skills. Until later. Oh, I get to... In the next few videos, um, again coming from uh, from Babylon, it's an interesting concept about the goddess of good luck. Do you believe that good luck exists, or is there such thing as luck? I look forward to discussing this um, concept with you guys. But for now, cheerio.